We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 123. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And we're, yet again, back at the podcast table, which I'm really excited. And uh, I just like having this podcast here. We're a little late this this week, because um, i got to explain why. Normally, we drop the podcast Sunday or Monday. But what happened this week, you know, the Branson is back open again, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, uh, the Hughes brothers have a summer boot camp for kids to come and learn about musical theater. And that sounds like fun. Well, yeah, and I'm an arranger. Well, it, ac- it actually kind of is. I don't have to do much of it. Why uh, do I not know about this? Why were my kids never invited? They are invited. Fine, I didn't know about it. You didn't tell oh. me about it. Oh, well, you didn't ask. So. <laughs> Maybe I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know our kids would be interested. You know, the musical theater, learning. I mean, it's an intensive camp for like five days or whatever. What is but, the age range of these kids you're working with? Uh, anywhere from like seven to 15, 16. And how many kids? Uh, we have 40. And this year, we had to divide them up because of the social distancing. Right. So we have like a group of the older kids, which I put that. Wouldn't in air you divide quotes. them up into ages anyway? Well, it, or it kind of depends. Or like talent, you know. I mean, like well, how far along they are in their. Not necessarily, because what happens is if you mix um, some of the more talented kids with the less talented kids, and they can kind of coach each other. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah, that that would be bad. Have all the good kids and then have all the crappy kids over. Here. <laughs> I'm just thinking like swim you class, I mean. you know, you put all the strong swimmers, you know, they build up, you work up. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, well, your older ones get bored. Well, that that's true. But then the older ones are helping on this one. But but the whole point is uh, it started Tuesday. Today, we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, so we're a little late, but we're going to go back to the regular schedule hopefully next week. But uh, since there, we split them up. We have two openers, and since I'm an, an arranger, I arrange all these these vocals and the tracks and everything. So I was swamped at the beginning of the so week. So they perform at one of your shows when the camp is over. Yes, gotcha. yeah, as, as a pre-show. That's kind of the thing. They have like uh, uh, the, the showcase, which is Saturday, which uh, the kids they they bring uh, tracks and songs, and they get to actually perform. But being coached all week, that's one of the things. And then uh, before the show on Saturday, we'll have a pre-show that starts at 7. And then we'll have the group numbers and the, the high-end show kind of stuff. It's actually kind of cool. So I can see that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really good. And the Hughes are actually really good. They bring well, in... Well, I'm sure they're used to working with kids, so... Oh, well, they, they're good at it. They have lots of them, yes. <laughs> so they have... Yeah, and, and uh, of all ages, they bring in guest uh, master class people. I mean, it, it's all... It's just... Just tons of fun, and uh, but but I only have a small part of it, so I had to arrange and I and I, 
all these tracks for people. It's like, I just can't do the podcast on Sunday, so that's kind of why we kind of postponed it, which actually is probably kind of a good thing because, Corey, the weather's been really boring. <laughs> I mean... It has been I'm liking boring. it. Great. It's been great. I'm not complaining, but it's just been really, really boring. I've been chilling at the pool every day. Really? You know, and I'm, I'm jealous. It's been boring for us. <laughs> you know you can come hang for, out anytime. You know, for, for a very few people out there in our our Stormdwar forecast area, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about a minority, I, I, two or three acres over in Jasper County and Barton County, they got four inches of rain. With those poppers. Four inches. That was There insane. was one day that it looked like it was going to storm here, but it did not. Well, they've kind of... They've been all around us. Sometimes they're to the east and sometimes to their west. Generally, and down it's been to the Arkansas. east, yeah. But, uh, yeah, was it yesterday or the day before? They, 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 that, and then they don't go anywhere. They just kind of stick around so, one, one area and just rain, rain, rain until it rains itself out. Typical just tell after me this pumper. now so I can get, you know, all my hopes and everything down. Just sure. Because it's beautiful all week. Father's Day weekend, is it going to be, like, miserable and rainy? And It is Gonna yeah. We're going like, into it doesn't it. matter. Every year it can be beautiful, and then on Easter it rains. On Mother's Day it rains. On or Father's Memorial Day, Day every <laughs> day that we actually want to go outdoors and do something, it's miserable. Well, of course, that's the way it works. Well, I mean, that leads us into what we're going to talk about next. Actually, pattern shift. I mean, we've been stuck. A big area of high pressure has just been sitting over us, and storms have been going around us. Uh, Storm Prediction Center has had a slight risk. Uh, up in what is it like North Dakota down in yeah it's, it's been in North Dakota way up almost there. Uh, Minnesota and it's been that way for like two or two weeks now kind of yeah off and on yeah everything's but, just but, but everything it's the time of it's after June first mid June everything kind of shifts up to the north true every year. Yeah, and as long as that high pressure is in control, which it has been for like up to two weeks now, everything's kind of riding around it. But there's been just enough moisture, just enough instability that these little poppers have been kind of developing. And well, that's popper season for for us. I mean, yeah, it's June, June through August. If it's if the humidity's up there, if it's miserable outside, oh yeah, oppressive heat. Those, those poppers are, are a possibility. Oh, yeah. And you now, can get lightning, you can get hail. Oh, my God. Those things the other that. day, I mean, I saw a lot of lightning strikes with yeah, those. Yeah. And they're small, tiny, tiny, like mm-hmm. like one or two miles in diameter. But those things are dumping a ton of rain. And I even posted uh, one of them. I was looking at it. It's like, well, they're really not moving anywhere, but they're kind of drifting. And you can tell there's like little bear clinic zones that are setting up because yeah. they'll form in a line. And they'll kind of drift on one way or the other. and uh, But, yeah, I mean, Branson, we haven't got anything. I mean, clouds. We've been pop- popper-free so far. Popper-free, I like that. Popper-free. <laughs> and you know those poppers, well, you know. It's not 4th of July yet, so. When you get a right. whole bunch of those poppers, you know, around here, you know, they start dying and, and putting out OBs. And that's when you get the OBs flying everywhere in every direction. There you go. We haven't had that yet this year, so. Yeah, I mean, the thing about this high-pressure system, there. It's not your typical summertime high like in August where it just locks in tons of moisture. There yeah. hasn't been a lot of moisture. And really, the temperature, I, it's 90 or below. I mean, in the 80s, that's that's not too bad. I mean, wh- let's wait till August when that really, really yep. kicks in. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, a pattern shift is coming. So getting back to Shara's question, um, yeah, we're going to start. See, now, I thought it was going to happen on Saturday, but now the latest AFD, Area Forecast Discussion, they're talking about the pattern change going to start late Thursday night into Friday. And that's going to open the door. Well, that'll be good because then it can be gone by Saturday. I don't think I don't think it's going to. Well, but here's the problem with that, Shara. <laughs> the high is moving away. There's a trough out to the west, so we're kind of in between. We're sandwiched in between things. So that high is going to keep going, and then there's a boundary going to set up. So it will not be a washout. We're not looking at a washout. We're not looking at rain like we had in in. Uh, what month is this? June. We did like in May. We're not going to have like deluge of uh, of rain, but we're going to have that afternoon and sometimes evening chances of some uh, you know more numerous poppers. As and that are. being said, from what I've read the past couple of days, I would say Sunday Father's Day may be our biggest chance of rain <laughs> of the weekend. Well, so there I you guess go. we'll be spending Father's Day indoors. Well, I'd like to go see my dad this weekend, but. I hate driving in the rain. Well, but it's like I said, it's not going to be like a a deluge all day event. These are going to be like little spotty chances. So I think you're going to have fine to go to Miami and go and drive there. I think you'll be fine. We'll make it work. We always do. Yeah, I mean, it it might rain on you, but uh, you know, no flooding. We're not not at this point. We're not looking at at widespread flooding. Now, with that said. <laughs> If you get one of these little cells, like, now, where was that four-incher? Was that near Nevada? Where was that no, at? No, it was north of Jasper, Missouri. So it was on the Jasper, Barton County line right in there. Boy, that thing must have just exploded. I can't imagine. And, and <laughs> That's you, you could drive right out of it just a few miles, you know, on either side. Did, did you look at any any velocities? I mean, was any... No, I didn't see any velocities. I, it was just, I know there was a... I didn't pay too much attention to it, and then there was a flash flood warning issued, and it lasted four or five hours. Wow. So... Well, I can't imagine, like, in two hours having four inches, or even less, four inches. That's kind of what happened here when my basement was trying to flood. It's like... Yeah. You know... See, like, that's what you would... that You'd be in trouble if that happened over you. Yes. Oh yes, oh yes. If if that if that water running down the road breaches that driveway, ugh. yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, but I've got to call out to my uh, landscaper. He hasn't uh, contacted me back, so I'm going to have to text him. I hate mm-hmm. texting him, uh, but I I emailed him and I haven't heard anything back, so I don't even know if he's getting the email. So I'll text him. It's like, is Look. your landscaper different than your lawn mower? Nope, it's all okay. the same. Alpine, Alpine Cody. So have they been mowing your lawn? Mm-hmm. They've been mowing oh. the lawn. Yeah. So uh, great, and they do a fine job mowing the lawn. But I want to have a wall or something out there to divert that water. I have I have it all in my brain. Have you consulted the Army Corps of Engineers? Uh, I have not. <laughs> well, I have Maybe a friend. They share my posts on Facebook. I'm kind of I got an in with them. Now oh, that's you... okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, let me deflate him for a minute. So okay. I have a friend that they bought a house that was kind of like yours. It's sitting, it's, you know, the road's up here and their house sits down here. Mm-hmm. So they have a little driveway that comes down. They very first moved in and they got to noticing that, well, I mean, they knew there was no carpet in the house when they bought it. It was all oh, okay. tile, okay. not even wood. It was tile. After they moved in the first time it rained, they realized why it was oh, tile throughout no. the house. So, yeah, like massive flooding comes in through the front door every time it rains. <gasps> through the front door. Oh, my so, gosh. But they, I don't know. They had some landscapers come and reworked their landscaping. They haven't had a problem ever since. 
I don't know what these people did. They're miracle workers, but wow, totally it kind of like reverted all the water away. Well, you have to. I mean, that's so strange that they would build a house. And I mean, was this an older house? Uh, it's probably not new. New. It's that neighborhood's been around yeah, it's for probably, probably 30 80s. Or, 30 years I'd probably old, say 70s so. or 80s. Well, then it had plenty but of I'm time thinking, to get water in the front door. Well, <laughs> like, oh, <what>? yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking it was probably built level with the road. And okay. then over the years, I don't know. You, know, you just keep I think the sellers them. just didn't mention it. To well, the, yeah, they totally didn't to mention our it. Oh, the yeah. Asbury. It's Alan Asbury. You know Alan Asbury? Oh, Alan, That's yeah. his house. Well, singer. and the, actually, the people they bought it from ended up having to pay half the bill. Oh. It was a very expensive fix to get it fixed. And the sellers oh. actually ended up footing half the bill. There you go. Good. To get it yeah. fixed. Because well, they should have mentioned that, hey, water will come in the front door if you don't. You kind of need to disclose that <laughs> beforehand, you know. I mean, I, like with mine, that's why I want to get rid of those dead shrubs. I hate those shrubs. I think I've talked about this before, right? There's, uh, my my wife loved those shrubs. I hate the shrubs. Get rid of the shrubs. Put some concrete. So I, <laughs> so I don't have Have you to considered do. building a moat? Uh, yes, I have actually. <laughs> Go all the way around. You the can even of, have the little boats that float around in your moat. Well, I know. You get an alligator. <laughs> you well, wouldn't have well, to worry about. Well, I have to talk to Grayson about all these exotic animals or whatever, because he's got the spiders and he's got. Well, he doesn't the... have spiders anymore. Now he has mice. Oh, I'm sure you love that. I like it much better than the spider. <laughs> <laughs> mice are cute. I can handle mice. I am not a spider person. Actually, I could, but my mother. Oh, my poor mother. He won't go get another. Like we've, his spider died. His spider was very old, and and it died. Oh. And I saw one outside. We should have named her Charlotte. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't name it. What was its name? Regina. Oh yeah. Something like that. Anyway, Regina. well, it was Reggie, and then he discovered oh. later that it was a girl. <laughs> So then I'm not going to, to ask how he discovered too. that. I mean, I know there's ways. Laid eggs. <laughs> oh, well, okay. There you go. So <laughs> picked it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, there was one day out on our porch. I saw a jumping spider, which, you know, I'm terrified. But now since he's had one, I'm like, Grayson, there's a spider out here. Come get you a new one. That's how he got the first one. He just caught it outside. But he did, he caught oh it and played gosh. with it for a while. And then he let it go. He decided he's not going to have any more in captivity. Okay, good. So he went and bought some mice. <laughs> we have a black mouse and we have a white mouse and okay. their names are black and white i have no idea melon is the black one <laughs> melon i gotta think phasma phasma well, is star the white wars. one which is the star oh wars. big star wars oh gosh i would have probably named it ebony and ivory like the piano you well, know i don't know i was thinking cute names but like tinkerbell and one of them is his girlfriend's <laughs> So hers is the black one that's named Melon. <laughs> well, you know what? If they both like mice, then they're going to get along just fine. We have a hamster in our house, too. What's its name? Waffles. We have a hamster waffles. named Waffles. <laughs> waffles. Dear it's gosh. moving out soon. Uh, well, I, I don't see how you become a... We have a very interesting house right now. I, I, I need to come over to your house we at some like point. We have nine people in our house for dinner every night, and we have three smallish pets because I refuse to have dogs or cats. Yeah. I don't have room for dogs and cats. Yeah, no. I mean, a dog I can do. No, cats. Mm, allergic to cats. Never mind. Anyway, but we digress. <laughs> but back to your, your your Father's Day thing. Yeah, that, that, that pattern shift is going to continue. It's going to start Thursday night into Friday, then go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then we're going to have another pattern shift. Now... 
So is my swimming time going to be cut down a lot? Well, or am I going to be able to swim between these? You, yeah, you'll swim between the the the, the rain spurts going on. Makes the water on. cold yeah. though. But is she going to lose her tan? I'm right. I've worked hard on my tan. <laughs> you here. have worked for that tan, by God. Am I going to lose my tan? You're laying I mean, out in the rain. Corey, tan. tan to you is like you know, is like he no. actually is tan. <laughs> yeah, you are tan, but you're really. <laughs> He is lighter than your. She's darker than your shirt at the moment. So <laughs> we've made progress. That's true. I have, I'm wearing a white shirt. <laughs> but but here's here's the deal. The first pattern change, okay, which is coming Thursday night into Friday. The temperatures are going to be up, but we're going to have these more numerous chances of showers and possibly thunderstorms. Now next week, Tuesday, we think Tuesday. I mean that's a week out, so we're going to kind of eh, we're looking at it we know it's going to happen we just don't know the exact date Tuesday the 23rd or the next Tuesday no no like the 23rd okay yeah or, or, or 24th one of those then that's another pattern shift which we're going to keep the off and on chances of showers and thunderstorms but the temperature is going to get cooler oh yeah well it's June but have so you seen the, cooler's going exactly. to be like have 80. you seen the outlooks oh. for like the 8 to 10 yeah. day or the yeah. 9 to 16 day uh, temperature outlook is below normal. Yeah. I'm going to have to admit that I have not. Of course, below you know. normal is 85, basically. Right. So, yeah. No. 84, 85 is our average now. So you're talking below normal. They could be talking 80. So yeah. we're not talking cold, you know. Still, it needs to be 90 for me to swim. But the, precip- oh, the no, no, precip is going is above average and the temperature is below average. So that's it m- right. might snow or something. You know, you know. Well, <laughs> I get up every it's morning. <laughs> it, it's snowing in Montana right now. Eight to twelve. Is it really somewhere else posted? Upper elevations You're of Montana. Oh, I have a friend that lives in Colorado, and she posted the other day that she got snow on her birthday for the first time ever. Her birthday was like three or four days ago, and she was so excited. Did she lived like in Breckenridge. No, because it's gonna snow up there like all year round. <laughs> well, she may—I don't know if she's on vacation right now, but she lives in Colorado Springs. Okay. Did they get a little spurt of snow the I'm other day? I'm not sure maybe? what the what the high for. Uh, I mean, it Colorado just Springs randomly. I mean, Denver is a mile high city, so it's, you're gonna have thinner. Yeah. But, but Breckenridge, I know, is way. Up I don't there. know. She was so excited though because she posted she got snow on her birthday, first time in her life, because she's nice from you know this area. So. Oh well, yeah. We're gonna get snow. The Montana there and the upper elevations in the mountains they're getting eight to twelve inches of snow as of maybe tonight, tomorrow. That's night. insane! Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, the only thing I can think of. I mean, all right. So I, I'm putting my an, my weather analytical mind going on here. There is a trough out there. So on the when you have a trough, winds go counterclockwise around that. Therefore, Montana. Would be on the west side of that, which would be on a northerly wind flow, which would probably contribute more to snow. But snow, it's June. It it is June. I wonder what Stuart is having up there. Stuart Lane. He's Lane. probably laying out probably getting zero tan. Below. <laughs> He's probably in the eighties. I haven't I haven't seen him post lately, but oh, he posted like last month when we were we were talking about nineties, and he posted it was in the seventies, and I and I wrote on there, I was like, man, I hope you have a fireplace because seventies, wow, you you know you're gonna get like really really cold up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, have you looked at the tropics? I have. Uh, not 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 much going on. There's nothing out there. I mean, I don't know what happened. We had that. I mean, I kind of know what happened, but uh, you're it's the same thing that happened last year. Well, well, we started, and then all of a sudden, we had this quiet period. Yeah, and then everything exploded. And that's exactly what's going to happen again. 
You know, that kind of makes sense, really. I mean, Atlantic, we don't have anything. Atlantic or the uh, Caribbean, Pacific, we have nothing. Central Pacific, they're, they're, we just have nothing. And, you know, I actually thought about that, Corey. When, when I was writing this, I thought, you know... That's that's what we were talking about last year. We had those those couple of, of, of bangers that came in and really you know woke us up. It was like whoa, and then there was nothing for a while. Now when did it really? Was it August or was it July? When did it really? Something kicked in. Uh, it was later. Was it even in September? Yeah, it's probably toward the end of August, somewhere around there. Okay, okay, but yeah, it was like all of a sudden, bam! It just like powerhouse and we had that and that was now was last year irma and all those really really bad yeah or was that two years ago time is just yeah. flying like by it was right last now last year i remember those names but it could have been a while my years are yeah. kind of flying. well irma and uh start with an m i can't remember we had dorian last year dorian right I'm not sure when but just so you know mm-hmm. yes she is in colorado springs she was at work it was midnight june 9th Cool. She's wow. a nurse. She woke her patients up to make them look at the snow it's on her snowing. birthday. It's snowing. <laughs> That's awesome. Do we know the elevation of Colorado Springs? Not off the top of my head. I know the elevation of Pikes Peak, which is in Colorado Springs. Ooh, which that's what is not that? In like, like fourteen thousand one hundred and fifty-two. That's above Colorado Ooh, Springs. Something so. like that. So it's almost three miles. Pikes Peak is almost three miles. We've been up there, and we about lost consciousness. You all went up there? Yes, and it was miserable. (gasps) I would never go up there. Why? It was fun. I thought I would kind of get used to it. Why pass out? I was dizzy the whole time. I do highly recommend being well hydrated and don't stay long, but, you know, to at least drive up there and see it. We drove on our own. Oh, okay. And, yes, we were all miserable for the few minutes we were there like it was oh, really? i did not realize we would be and it didn't hit till we got to the very top well you're and three miles up we tried oh, to go into the little convenient or whatever it's called the gift shop thank you they actually sell oxygen in a can up there which i was really close to buying but like we tried wow. to eat food and we were all so sick we couldn't eat like the the baby which was garen at the time who never ever cried or whined he fussed the whole time we were up there. And oh that's when it kind of, we kicked in of like, I bet he's sick. Like we need to get him down because he never, ever fussed. So we were like there, like maybe 10 minutes. We snapped pictures to say we did it. You were there. Yeah. And yeah. hopped in the car and like, we were so lightheaded and dizzy. Like we could not wait to get down. Is that like altitude sickness? I mean, it that's, is. That it's is just, like... you're not used to it. Your body's not used to that. Do you have but, to... <sighs> Like you feel there's not enough oxygen. You're right. Not, yeah, you're way up there. You're not used to having that low of oxygen. So I was like wondering about the people who work up there, but I, well, mean, I are, guess they get they, used to it. Uh, yeah, they're acclimated, right? Yeah. But they do have, they have oxygen on hand for people who need it. and Oxygen um, in a can, that is so wild to me. That's what I use to clean my keyboard. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that's oxygen. That's just air. Yeah, that, that, yeah, well, that's anyway. That, but like, that's another podcast. You, you know, you you circle around when you're driving up the mountain. Yeah. You drive in circles, uh, right, and right. so even just that first hill down, we instantly started feeling better. Okay, I mean, so you get more was oxygen within minutes of just going down a couple little rounds. Instantly started feeling better, and so then about halfway down, we were all feeling about better. And well, see, I was freaked out. I didn't because realize I'd be miserable. Plus, it was. 
freezing. Oh, well, yeah, temperature goes down up I there. I packed coats and jeans for us to wear that day that we went up to the Pikes Peak. And, and what time of year did you go? June. Oh, you were in, uh, you were in June. Then. Yeah, it was about now. Yeah. And I packed coats and jeans for us to wear well, that day. it was day. 80. It was like 90 was, on the ground. It yeah. was cold. It was hot. In Colorado Springs, but it was 42 or something like on top. But Mr. Oh, it's always wow. the temperature on the bottom before yeah. you went Mr. to the Spontaneity top. Mr. Spontaneity so here. You, you know, we leave the hotel that morning to go sightseeing and we appear at the bottom of it. And he's like, let's just go today. And I'm like, let's go back and get our coats. Because they tell you the temperature <laughs> at the top, which is like 30 degrees. And so you're gonna definitely need your coats up right. there, right? So no, we're not gonna go back. We're we're gonna go ahead and truck it through. We're fine. We're in our car. We'll turn the heat on. No, it was miserably Dear cold Lord. up there. Well, I mean, because Marilyn, uh, my my friend Marilyn and Joy, they had a, a a workshop in Denver, and I've really never been out of Missouri. Really, I mean, I kind of drove to New York one time, long time ago. But I thought, kind okay, of? it's a <laughs> it's a mile, but it's only a mile high. And I thought, well, you know, am I going to get sick? What what's going to happen? I mean, of course, Denver. I'm not up. You're not up that high, so it's it's only a mile. It, I was fine. The thing I noticed about Denver, it was crystal clear, just crystal clear. Just the sun was there. You can get sunburn really easy. I bet you could get sunburn really easy on top of Pikes Peak. Sure oh, we you could easily even, and it's freezing, so you don't realize that you're getting burnt. I think we did. I remember we did burn. Being up in the there, 10 minutes like you our, were up there? our noses and stuff were burnt. But oh I had pictures gosh. of the kids standing next to the snow in their tank tops and shorts. We had we had the baby, so we had a couple baby blankets in the car, and we're like all yeah. wrapped up in the baby's blankets. But. Oh my god! So this says the elevation of Colorado Springs is six thousand thirty-five. Oh, okay, so just a little so bit. So it's another six thousand feet. Well, yeah, but Denver's. 5,000, so it's... it's but you do it suddenly. I mean, when you're going to Colorado Springs, you're slowly working your way, driving there anyway, so right. you work your way up to that. But then but doing Pikes, Pikes Peak, you're Peak like, Whoa. within an hour, poof, you've went 6,000 feet. Oh, see, just that, that altitude sickness We're just, just freaks hillbillies, me out. and we couldn't take it from... We're hillbillies. We don't know nothing about... Down here no, in those arcs. No, no... Well, see, that's why you need to take a nurse along, so, <laughs> so you know what's going on. <laughs> I remember asking the lady, like, I, I was like, huffing and puffing trying to buy our shirts that we were buying and i'm like how do you guys do this <laughs> she's like you get used to it but she's like we do have they have parent actually everyone that works i remember this everyone that works in the gift shop is a trained paramedic they are all emts they for, don't just for people like y'all who go up they there do and go not like, just oh, have regular God. workers they everyone up there that worked are all trained oh, emts wow you also have to stop and get your brakes checked on the way down. Yeah, they check your they check your brake. Make the sure they're not overheating. The heat. Every that makes so many sense. So you're not riding your brakes all the way down. Wow. So that's why they have these new cars now that have that where the engine holds you back that's a little bit. That's why Sharon said she's driving because she knew, knows how to drive better. Oh, whatever. I did drive, though. And thank you very much. The temperature of our brakes I was drove perfect. up. You drove down. You drove up. But down is hard because that's where you do want to ride your brakes. But we put it in, like, first gear. Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of, yeah. You're just putting a super low gear and coast your way down. Just a standard or automatic? No, it was an automatic. Oh, but you can you just lower the gear. Lower the gear, yeah. You know all those. Wow. You know those all those gears. You know those work too. I know those gears. <laughs> Did you know something worse besides drive and reverse? <laughs> well, no. It's funny. My dad. My dad. I don't think ours ever got used again. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trade in the car once you got home. No, my dad was was a truck driver, so uh, he had like 13 gears, 12 or mm. 13. So you know he, he'd have the six. Here, but then you punch a button and it would flip another cog, and then you got like you know 
more. I mean, I don't know how I figured it out, but it's like, it's great. Hey, you know what's going to happen? Is this a weather podcast? I know it. Is, I know it. Well, I mean, the weather's boring. Hey, There's... we were talking about the weather, and but Colorado. but yeah, but the weather's been boring. So it's like I figured we don't. We're just going to talk. Anybody about wanted stuff. to go to Colorado Springs or Colorado for vacation? <laughs> FYI, take some oxygen with you and take can. some oxygen and and coats and and. Coats and pants would pants have been the, great. And a blanket, if we weren't yes, freezing, we probably could have tolerated the not being able to breathe. <laughs> okay, so here's a quiz, Cher. What's going to happen on Sunday? Or Saturday. What's going to happen on Saturday? Something about poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> there's something cold front coming in, and there's chances of rain off and on. I got that. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Corey, what's going to happen on well, Saturday? There, oh, wait, there, wait, wait, there wait, wait. There is a chance I got of it. rain. Yeah. I got it. It's like summer solstice or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like reviewing to see if I was listening. I'm like, I don't know. It's going to rain at some point. No, 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 no. Summer solstice. I knew this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Corey, while I laugh, why don't you tell everybody about the summer solstice? <laughs> you didn't know I knew that it's what it was. Well, solstice <laughs> circled and circled and circled. means sun stopping. Did you know that? No, solstice means sun stopping. Why would it because mean the sun point stopping? where the sun appears to rise and set stops in reverses direction after this day. Whoa. No, I did not what? know that. You did not know that? What do you mean it reverses direction? I don't know. I'm just reading this from my phone. It I just... can't go the other way. What do you mean it goes <laughs> well, the other it, way? It puts on its brakes. It's like, <laughs> and just starts and it going goes back. the other direction, and they check his brakes before it goes down. Well, see, see, he's looking at well, that. I think his brakes are very well overheated. The, 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 the astromatical stuff instead of the meteorological stuff. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. sun stopper. No kidding. Sun stopper. All right. Sun stopping. Well, what is, solstice is a word we use all year long. Right. Well, but it kind of makes sense because when you have these summer... Does it always mean stopping? Well, no, no, think about it. So, I mean, here I'm just talking out out of my head right now, but but solstice, if you have the summer solstice, then the sun is going to stop getting, you know, being, it making itself known. It's going to start now because now the days are going to start getting shorter. The the, the earth begins a tilt. Right. So the place on the horizon where the sun goes up and goes down changes position. It doesn't reverse, so right? To say. Yeah, but but see if it, if it if it if it rises over here now it's going to start going back the other I way. I mentioned I was never really a big fan of science, and I don't think I paid attention a whole lot when we talked about the planets. Yeah, but give her a biology question. She she will know that. Biology, but. I can do. <laughs> But here's the weird thing, Corey. When I was I was putting this, I mean, of course, we have a little outline of everything. Um, every, all the places I went to said June 20th, 2020, which I thought was interesting. 20th on 2020. Half of the sites said 4.44 p.m. Central Daylight Time. And half of the sites said 4.43 p.m. Central Daylight Time. So what is it? Four, <laughs> I'm going with 4.43. Oh, I like 4.44 because it's just kind of ethereal it should be at 20 hundred hours and it would be 2020 uh, that's what 20, i was saying 2024 2020 2020 <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh, yeah because i i mean you can google it all you have to google is summer solstice 2020 and half of the sites will say 4 44 p.m central time and half of them will say 4 43 p.m so i have no i 
We'll let them argue over that minute. Yeah. Well, you know, at 4.44 on Saturday, oh, I don't have a show. I can go outside and hug my tree. Oh, good. I mean. That's important. Or I could set my, my disc Why golf. Why do you need to hug your tree? I don't know. It's like some, some big old thing. It's the long, it's the, the point where the, the day is the longest. I don't know. So you hug a tree? Well, that's what people do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's a, there's other traditions people do that I really don't do. I'll tell you during the weather school. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it on the... Never hugged a tree. Yeah. Let, let me, let me go been... into detail here. Okay. Please do. Uh, on the day of the 21st, the, the summer solstice, the sun reaches its northernmost position. I thought it was the 20th. As Well, 20th. well yeah, 20th okay. this year. It's usually on the 21st. The yeah. sun reaches its northernmost position as seen from the Earth. At that moment, its zenith does not move north or south as during most other days of the year, but it stands still at the Tropic of Cancer. Then it reverses its direction and starts moving south again. I'm a cancer. Are you in the tropics? I wish. Now, that's it's different in December when you have rain. the winter <laughs> solstice when that occurs on the Tropic of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Which would be the shortest day of the year now, for, for us. Now, everybody's educated. And for people who don't listen to this podcast very much, the summer solstice... Okay, Shara, here's one. I'm quizzing Shara today. On the summer solstice... I graduated it, a long time ago. <laughs> is the sun... Or is the earth closest to the sun or farthest from the sun on the summer solstice? Isn't that... like? Didn't that, I thought that's what summer solstice was. Like I thought that was the point that it was the closest to the earth. I thought that's what that meant. Actually, No. The summer solstice. What am I thinking of? Where the well in the northern hemisphere, in the northern hemisphere, uh, oddly enough, the longest day of the year, the sun is farthest from the Earth, which this is was weird. one of our questions. Well, remember we used to do Stormdard, yeah, trivia, and right. like I'm the one that even did the answer on that. Yeah, yeah, pretty. I remember much. this now because I'm like I know this. <laughs> okay, so here's but one. It's the Farthest away. Uh, so in summer. I had, okay. In summer. So, okay, so here's one. So, on the winter solstice, is the sun so closest? So, that's when or? it's the closest in the right. winter. W- where's my, where's my, uh, do I have a ding? I need to put a ding, ding on ding, here. Ding, 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 There, I'll get you the kids' show. Yeah, and people don't realize that. Now, of course, if you're in Australia, the summer solstice, you are closest to the sun. All right. Because we're the... Closest to the sun. I had it backwards. Winter. I knew that's what it was. I knew yeah. summer solstice, winter solstice. I knew that. And that's the cool. That, that's the weird thing about you know which way does does high, the winds around high pressure travel in the northern hemisphere is different than the southern hemisphere, which is different than low pressure, which are in the southern and north. I mean, it's all. You just have to know what cyclonic is. It's this all podcast crazy. is making my brain hurt. Well, <clears throat> okay. Well, let's. Why don't we get to the next segment? <laughs> The Storm Dark Weather Pollen Report, uh, which we get from pollen.com. Uh, we're in the middle of the week this week, so um, oddly, pollen itself is pretty low. Uh, Wednesday and Friday, we're only in the medium category, and Thursday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday is medium low. And the predominant pollens this week are grasses, dock, and plantain. Now, plantain, isn't that a thing like a... Like a banana. They're kind of 
They're bigger than a banana, though, right? Yeah, yeah, they're really big. Kind of, yeah. I know what you're Is that about. the same thing? I don't know. The plantains? Is it plantain like a, I don't know. They emit some horrible allergen? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Whatever they're talking about here. Now, mold is has been high. I have noticed that. Now, pollen does, pollen.com does not talk about uh, mold, but I have been watching on the TV stations where they give the allergy index, and mold has been pretty high uh, which I understand, but it's been going down, I think, because everything's starting to dry up <laughs> now, I think. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I What was it that Garen came out of his room the other day and said? He came out and said something about uh, his allergies. What's for dinner? No, he came out and said, man, my allergies are... I don't remember the word he used. It was funny, because I was like, where did you hear that? <laughs> like, I don't know. Something like... Something his allergies were hyped up or something. I don't. Oh, know. okay. Well, uh, I'm well, like, no, that's probably just the dust in your room that needs cleaned. Yes, and I need to dust down here too because you know, with all this warm weather and no rain, I mean, uh, like again with the poppers, you need moisture to have those poppers fire, and there hasn't been anything really widespread. So, but we have had some wonderful cumulus clouds floating across the sky uh those little puffy uh cotton ball type things also we've seen some some cirrus going across there we've seen some cirrus stratus i've seen a little bit of alto cumulus every now and then so this week's weather school is all about clouds it's an old favorite i pulled out of the archive and kind of redid so uh let's learn about some clouds If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Storm Dar Weather School. Ah, uh, it's such a nice day. You walk outside and look around. The birds are chirping. The wind is blowing ever so slightly. The sun is shining, but not fully. You look up in the sky, and the sun seems to be a little filtered. But it's not casting any shadows. And then you look towards the west, and you see the clouds getting darker and darker. And they have this strange green appearance to them. And you wonder, is a storm coming? We can tell so much about the current weather and the upcoming weather by just looking up in the sky. The clouds give us a clue to what the atmospheric conditions are, and you can plan for your day. So today, we're just going to discuss the 10 main types of clouds. Clouds are divided into three categories, high, middle, and low clouds. All of the clouds are measured from their bases, of which we call the ceiling. High clouds form above 20,000 feet and are composed of ice crystals. Mid-level clouds form between 6,500 and 20,000 feet, composed primarily of water droplets, but can also be composed of ice crystals if the temperatures are cold enough. Low clouds form below 6,500 feet, composed primarily of water droplets, but in the wintertime can also be composed of ice crystals and snow. 
first we have to understand what the Latin roots to the clouds mean. There are four main roots that we use, and those are cumulus, which means pile or heap, stratus, which means flattened or spread out, cirrus, which is a curl of hair, and nimbus, which means rain. For high clouds, we use the prefix cirro, which means high. And there are three main types of high clouds. First, the cirrus cloud. It's light and wispy, almost transparent, because the ice crystals are very small. They have white bands and fibrous appearance that are usually described as silky. A common side name for the cirrus clouds are called mare's tails. The second is cirrostratus. Remember stratus meaning flattened or spread out and cirro meaning high. They're semi-transparent and usually cover a large part of the sky. The ice crystals in cirrostratus clouds cause a halo effect around the sun or the moon. So sometimes when you go outside at night and you look up at the moon, there's this huge halo around it. And that halo is caused by cirrostratus clouds. The third is called cirrocumulus. Cirro meaning high, cumulus meaning pile or heap. They look like arranged rows of clouds with a little ripple effect and a small degree of separation. They're usually patches in the sky, and when they get between the earth and the sun, it dims the sun just a little bit. Okay, so let's move on to mid-level clouds. We use the prefix alto, which means middle, or mid-level. And we use the base Latin roots again. So alto stratus, alto meaning mid, and stratus meaning spread out, is a thin gray or blue colored cloud that tries to hide the sun. It's thicker than cirrostratus and usually prevents the sun from casting shadows. Their bases are from 7,000 to 18,000 feet. Next is the alto cumulus, alto meaning mid, cumulus meaning heap. Small patches of clouds called cloudlets, usually white or gray, and usually form in settled weather. The bases are from 2,000 to 18,000 feet. Those are the middle clouds, so now let's focus on the low-level clouds. The first one is cumulus. Looks like little pieces of fluffy white cotton balls floating across the sky. Sometimes they have darker bases, and the bases can be as low as 3,000 feet. When those clouds grow and get bigger and bigger, it indicates you have a lot of strong updrafting going on. And those are what we call the thunderstorm clouds, or cumulonimbus, a pile and heap of rain. And as long as these clouds have strong updrafting, they can go way up in the sky. They take the moisture, start condensing it, the updraft goes up, the electrical systems start kicking on, and you have a full-blown thunderstorm. If the updraft is strong enough, then severe weather can develop. Large hail, strong winds, and even tornadoes come out of cumulonimbus clouds. Next, let's talk about stratus. Stratus clouds are gray, uniform clouds that cover the sky. They usually don't produce a lot of precipitation, but make for a really dark and yucky day. 
Fog is actually a stratus cloud sitting on the ground. So when fog is present, then you know the atmosphere is completely saturated. Next is the stratocumulus cloud. It's kind of a combination of the cumulus cloud and the stratus cloud. So if you can imagine a pile or heap that's kind of spread out. There's not a lot of precipitation in stratocumulus clouds, and they usually appear more in the wintertime. They look like they're just off the ground, and they're rose, and they're just dark, and they look bad, but they're really not. Now let's talk about the rain cloud, the nimbostratus. Nimbus meaning rain, stratus meaning spread out. Those clouds are layered in the sky and similar to stratus, but have enough moisture to produce rain or snow. And nimbostratus clouds usually cause a very, very dark sky. Well, that does it for the 10 main types of clouds. So when you go outside and look around, you'll be able to identify if they're good clouds, bad clouds, or no clouds at all. So finally, to wrap up, I just want to give you some special clouds that have very interesting names so you can impress all of your friends. <laughs> the first one is called Mamatus clouds. They're sagging, pouch-like clouds protruding downward from an anvil portion of a mature thunderstorm. The official name is Mamatocumulonimbus, so you can tell they form from a cumulonimbus or thunderstorm cloud. They indicate extreme turbulence and are generally only seen in severe weather. Another one is called a lenticular cloud. It's a stationary cloud. Many times it's seen on top of a mountain. It's got a lens shape to it. It goes vertical, and a lot of people mistaken it for a UFO. So if you live in the mountains, don't think there's a UFO if you see this kind of cloud. It's just a special kind of cloud. Another one is called Noctilucent. It's composed of ice crystals, and they're only visible just after sunset because they're really too faint to be seen in daylight. They're the highest clouds in the Earth's atmosphere and develop between 47 and 53 miles. Their nickname is the Night Clouds. And when you see them after sunset, they're radiantly orange and blue and red and very fascinating to look at. This next type of cloud was just added to the International Cloud Atlas in March of 2017, and its name is Undulatus asperitus. Sounds kind of like a vegetable, but it's not. These clouds are very, very defined and look very eerie, and you see them usually during the morning or the midday hours following a thunderstorm, but they are perfectly harmless and usually dissipate on their own. And lastly, my favorite cloud, called the SLC. They're harmless, but they look ominous. Sometimes you'll see a low-hanging cloud that's mimicking a tornado, but it doesn't spin, and you can see the wind carrying it up and down throughout the sky. Oh, I forgot to tell you. SLC stands for Scary Looking Clouds. Now, you'll be able to go outside with your friends and play Name That Cloud. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, 
input weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. And there you should impress your friends with the clouds, all sorts of clouds in the SLCs. SLCs I learned way back when me and Corey were first married. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that's what I put at the end of the podcast because you got to have SLCs out there. And I've heard other people call call them different things. Yep. Uh, but I think. But if SLC. you say it all serious, you're like them or some SLCs. LCs. <laughs> are like, what is that? Oh my gosh! Is it going to kill us? You know? Scary looking cloud. <laughs> Well, I think it's time to get into the next segment, which is in other news. And there's some interesting stuff going on. So, Corey, what you got over there? Uh, well, I don't know if you've been watching uh, the Goes East satellite. It, you know, there's a ton of different settings to go through on that thing to, to see what oh you want to see. Oh, my gosh, yes. All these filters, yeah. Well, now, you know, one of those filters, uh, I know it has something to do with with red, Red's in the name of this filter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can see the Saharan dust from the Saharan desert flying over the Atlantic Ocean, up into the Gulf of Mexico, up into Texas, and possibly up into Arkansas, Oklahoma, and maybe even Missouri. Okay. Okay. It, it, expound. Okay. It's been so freaking dusty out there. Well, that's, like, that, that was something it. different. Well, that was some well, dust blowing yeah. in from Oklahoma. It was like that dust was like bowl. the dust bowl. Yeah, but this is right. This that's is, a big win. This yeah. is sand, basically. Sand. It's not just now. Dust. Is this happening right now, or is this it, predicted? It, it's happen? happening or is right it coming? now. Okay, it's happening, uh, and it happens every year, uh, usually late June to early July. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. But some years are worse than others, and that's why our hurricane season last year had an intermission from that Saharan it. dust, ah. and that's exactly what's happening right now. So we're going to have a tranquil period in the yeah. tropics, and then... Yeah, until this boom. blows over, and then... Because that acts as a... I mean, it... it, it Hurricanes cannot get going with that dust in the in the atmosphere. Oh no no, you, it's got to yeah yeah it's got to be me- mechanicals have this machine going. Now if it does, if that dust from the Sahara Desert does get up to us here in Missouri, uh, you can expect some beautiful sunsets, oh. sunrises, the red you know that red color. In yes. The, so that would be something cool to look forward to. Uh, I know it should be getting you know. For sure, it's going to be in Texas and probably Oklahoma City. We'll be seeing some pictures in the next few days of that. But uh, as soon as that gets out of here, I'm going to guess that that the Atlantic hurricane season will ramp back up. I imagine. And we did have that last year. Uh, We had a few uh, named storms, and then then it just stopped. And then we did research and found that it was the Saharan dust. Uh, Dorian, remember Dorian? I I vaguely do. Well, yes, Dorian was a you know in the Gulf of Mexico came up through uh, Texas and but uh you know that's that's the D storm. We've already had okay. our C storm this year. Oh yeah, Dorian made actually it was uh, in North Carolina. It hit North Carolina. Yeah, I remember it was that more Atlantic yeah, based. Yeah, yeah. It, it hit September sixth. And that's the D storm. Oh, way. Wow. That's way. So it was quite a long time before it really got going, and then it did. Mm-hmm. 
because I remember at a, we had like five or six named storms at once out there. You know, oh my gosh, we had graphics. like six. We yeah, all all of them were basically Mexican names. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember making that post, and I have that graphic somewhere. So that was pretty cool. Okay, so okay, so backing up is is there a timeline of this upcoming? I mean, we you said this is actually happening now, um, but. Now, last year when it happened, we had a big break, I guess, and then Dorian, which you, which you said was in September, so that was the whole summer. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it's going to last this year. I mean, do you have any outlook on that? Uh, not really. As we just how don't long know. it'll last. It's just occurring now, and okay. the only reason they can see it is because of satellite views. You know, I'm looking at a A pretty cool image right now coming off of uh, Africa that okay, it's dust co- or sand colored, but I'm sure they have to color it like that because it doesn't uh, the way that thing works. Uh, right. Is, yeah. The satellite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. As long as that's going to keep coming over that uh, you're right. It's going to like squash all the any development out there. I mean, they can't. You got to have this clear. You have this this moisture laden, the sun and everything. So because there have been several smaller pulses of dust from the Sahara this season, but this is the the this plume is the largest yet. We're gonna have to make that a thing, and this will be the first one to hit the United States. Oh, oh, this is the first one to hit the U.S. Oh. This this season, th- th- this season. Yeah, you know what? we're gonna have to watch that, and maybe we can make a contest. It's known as the Saharan Air Layer, S-A-L. Saharan Air Layer. Yes. Ooh, I like that. Wait a minute. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to write that down. This is the Saharan Air Layer. Dust in the sky. Yeah, and you're right. That's going to make some, like, even sunrises. Sunrises and sunsets going to be, like, beautiful red ref- refractory type thing. Now, these Saharan Air Layers usually occur every three to five days, the different plumes. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, this is the largest plume that we've had this year, and it was also a large plume that we had last year, but they, they, there's more than one that occurs. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not just one big one that lasts all summer. I see, because it's going to come in pulses then. Right. So we just need to keep watching the satellite. And it's it occurs 5,000 to eight. 15,000 feet above the sea surface. Wow. See, imagine if we had a volcano erupt. I mean, that's what they call that. Right. Like, what the, uh, oh, crap. What's that called? Like when, when the when volcano erupts, it's like the, the, the winter that in the summer, you know, because what am I it thinking? makes everything dark. I don't know what it's Yeah, called. and then colder. I mean, oh. see, I need to like not say things. Although, although <laughs> cold. fewer <laughs> tropical storms developed during these plumes Mm -hmm. uh storms have survived large plumes of dust in the past so each situation has to be assessed independently okay so that's we can can happen but they're less likely to occur okay so we can't definitively base what's going to happen this year on last year right okay that okay now that makes sense to me yeah i'm going to start i'm going to start looking at that and if if we find a a definitive thing we're going to have to post it to the site uh, so people can follow it because that that's really cool that we could have the potential of Saharan Sahara Desert sand up in Missouri. 
I mean, think about that. Yeah. We they're could sell it. They're expecting the Branson, effects so. <laughs> to hit South Florida, and they're talking about increasing colors of the sunsets. Yeah. As early as Father's Day weekend, and then <gasps> move, weekend. move to the Gulf Coast and into Texas, Oklahoma, and the, and the days following. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm definitely going to be following that. That's going to be cool. And you said this Father's Day weekend. Guess what else is going to happen this Father's Day weekend? What's that? Well, we're not going to be able to see it, but oh, there is no. a let me let me see a rare summer solstice ring of fire eclipse. Ooh, you're all supposed to say ooh. ooh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, well, we but won't. You said see we it. can't see it, so yeah, we, 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 we get it I bet way. you could see it in the <laughs> Saharan Desert. You probably could. Yeah, I I did look at uh, uh, like some maps of where they're going to say that this is going to happen. And it's all over Asia, like Middle Africa, up into to uh, uh, India, and you know down into the uh, Philippines and that kind of thing. So they're going to see it, but we're not going to see it. And the only reason I bring that up is because everybody that I've talked to on or seen on Facebook or talking about this big ring of fire, summer solstice, rare thing. Well, we're not going to see it here in the U.S. So. But Facebook, <laughs> they, they see that and they share it, even though they don't read it. And, you could literally right. put anything you want on Facebook, make it look like it's an article, and everyone in the world will share it. As exactly. Fact. Yes, exactly. And, and people will say, wait, where is it? And it'll end up on a podcast. And, But I'm saying off the bat, we're not going to be able to see it. So that's just kind of cool. And something else kind of cool that I saw online. I'm pretty sure this is correct, so I I stand corrected if I'm not. But our buddy Brad Case, who has the Storm Dar Weather Downtown uh, weather station. Is that an elite club? uh, I think it is. I think it is. (laughs) You know, we have our... Storm Dar Weather Downtown. Yeah, the Storm Dar Weather... Yeah, because we have the Storm Dar Weather headquarters you can find on our Facebook page, not our Facebook, our website, stormdarweather.com. And if you go, you can switch to all these other different uh, Storm Dar Weather networks. And one of them is Downtown Branson. That's our buddy Brad Case. But I think today is his 14th anniversary. So I'm going to give him a little... Yay. Applause. Yes. Happy so, anniversary. Happy anniversary. And if that's wrong, sorry. You can blame your wife, Carrie, because uh, I think she posted on there. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think it's time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. It is the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week. And this week it's a couple of words. So, Shara, this we're going to. It's really long. Yeah. Well, I figured you'd need some time to read that. So, anyway, what is our Weather Word of the Week? Blanking line. Got to give you some that. Flanking line. Yes. So, what is a flanking line? Okay. A line of cumulus clouds connected to and extending outward from the most active portion of a parent cumulonimbus, usually found on the southwest right rear side of a storm. The cloud line has roughly a stair-step appearance with the taller clouds adjacent to the parent cumulonimbus. It is most frequently associated with strong or severe thunderstorms. Good job. That was a whole other word I wasn't prepared to have in the middle of the paragraph. Yeah, flanking line you got, but cumulonimbus, you, you nailed it. I was like, whoa, I wasn't waiting for that. I wasn't See, prepared for the, that the more you're on this podcast, the more you're like really nailing on these weather words. I actually have always been good with words. I'm good with names. I can usually say people's names 
I mean, I don't bet them all right every time, but <laughs> working in a hospital, I see some really weird names. Oh, I bet you do. And I usually can get pretty darn close. That, that's true. I never thought of that. Yeah, because you're seeing patients all the time. So you have to know all these comes names. comes from growing up having a weird name that nobody could say. So what? I take lots of Shara? time. Well, that and my last name. Nobody could say my last name. Oh. It was Beeler, but... Looks like Beeler to me. It's B-E-E-H-L-E-R. So, I don't know. I got called Cheryl, Belcher, Beechler, Beechler, <laughs> really? Sharon, Sherry. Cheryl. <laughs> anything but. Thank God I married a tailor. And I still have to spell my first name, but... Really? Because see, Shara is so... I like that name. You're used to it. But if you say Shara, people, they look at it, and I don't know why they add R's and L's and N's and... You know, that that's true. People will look... People will do that. They'll look and they'll just assume they know they what it just, is. And they'll just like, that's yeah. not even close to my name. That's like with the Beeler. I mean, they added Belcher and Beechler and Beheeler. The C and, is like, why? No, it just is like Beeler. The H is silent. Oh, gosh. It was actually a German name. Oh. Spelled B-E-A-U-H-L-E-R. So you're German. You got a little kraut. And I think it was my great-grandparents. Somebody who came over from Germany... Nobody could say our name correctly, so they dropped the AU, left the H, because there are some Beelers in the U.S., but theirs don't have the H, so that gotcha. differentiates us. See, that's history. A little history for you. I love that. I love that. And then Corey's got Taylor, so Taylor, that's easy. boring old Taylor. Yeah. But, you So know, I'm one of those that I go up to people and they'll ask my name, Shara, S-H-E-R-A, Taylor. I just, like, automatically spell it and I don't even think about it. You don't even think about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, people know my. I have a simple name, Randy, Rando, or whatever. Corey even has to spell his because he has a well, e in it. Right, it can be so many different ways. There's like three different ways. You say C O R Y K O R Y K O R E Y C O R. I mean, there's different ways to say that. So his is actually the most common spelling, but yeah. Well, in my stepdaughter Megan, well, that opens up. Tons yeah, of you could spell that a many different ways. Yeah, like Megan McCain is M E G H A N. My stepdaughter's M E A G A N. And some people do M E G A N. Yeah, some don't put the H in, some don't. I don't know. Why can't why can't it just be simple? My poor children, all of them have to spell their names for except for Grant. <laughs> well, Garen, well, Garen, two Garen, R's. Garen still has to spell it. People spell it G A R I N. Well, and Grayson, I, I would not naturally think Grayson would be S O N. Right. And we did that on purpose. We Just to confuse people. We didn't want him to be Grayson. Oh. Anyway. See, you did that. To oh. be Grayson. Okay. I, I think we I think we kind of went off the rails a little That's bit here. That's great. That was a little history lesson. I like, you know, it stormed our history. On the history of my names. Well, and also with all the, the boring weather that we're having. I right? mean, we might as well just talk about stuff. Talk about so. something. <laughs> well, I think we're getting close to the end of the podcast. So, I mean, enjoy tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday and Friday. Is it Thursday already? Good tomorrow, time. yeah, tomorrow's gonna be. Th- I know time is flying. I'm loving this. I mean, I'm kind of out. I went out and kind of threw a couple of discs today because I fell two Even weeks ago. Even with a fractured rib. Well, I know I fell two weeks ago. I was out playing disc golf and I'd probably frown on you playing disc golf with a fractured rib. Well, actually, it didn't affect my rib. Uh, no, it didn't. I mean, I went yeah. out there because Except it's... Except tr- it's fractured. I think that's affected. Well, it's not fractured that much. I'm taking Motrin, so there you go. Let's say Tony to take Motrin. What? Hey. You look like you're about ready to say something important. Not you really. You don't have any, like, weather-related <laughs> stuff, <laughs> okay. do you? We're just talking about anything here. 
I have the, all this weather stuff to talk about. But we're oh, talking let's about talk. history. And no, let's talk about weather. Yes, what you got? No, over I was there? just talking about like you know times and what time is sunset tomorrow? Okay, yeah. I would. I bet you're gonna tell us. Well, I'll, I'll I would tell you. Guess it's, it's, it's eight forty-two. I'm at sun. I'm at sunrise, not sunset. Oh, well, oh! Say what you mean, 550? dude. Five fifty? I don't know. Oh, you would be wrong. Oh, I'm sure I would. <laughs> okay, well, no, 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 let's go with today. Sun it sunrise. Gets, it gets today, daylight out very early these today days. Today yeah. sunrise was at five fifty four. See, I was close. Like I wake up and feel like close. I've overslept extremely. I like okay. I wake up every day There's and like, think, oh my gosh, it's got to be eight o'clock, and it's like five. Okay. I know. There's stuff coming in the window. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I said that to say this. Okay. What day? What time was yesterday? Sunset, sunrise. Why am I saying Sun, sunset? I don't know. Sunrise. Today was five fifty four. Sunset. Okay, I would say yesterday would probably be fifty three. So Sweetly. it was. It was five fifty three yesterday. Because okay. mm-hmm. we're getting close to the solstice. So is it going to yes. go up a minute every day? <laughs> maybe. Maybe till Saturday. Okay. If yesterday was five fifty three, today is five fifty four. Then it's getting five fifty five. Oh, tomorrow? It's getting shorter. Wait. Shorter tomorrow because of the equal lux. Yeah, I, yeah. Know, I don't know anything about please, that. Please, ex- well, please explain. That's a word I've heard, I but I don't know I think it was a coffee maker from the 50s. Yeah. I thought it was a dishwasher. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, e- e- okay, the equinox is different than the equal lux. Lux means light because you're a word person, and equal means the equal day. Time. Well, but that's not equal. It's not equal, though. It's not. No. From the uh, from the ninth through the sixteenth, which was yesterday. Okay. Sun sunrise was at five fifty three. Today, starting today, it's at five fifty four, and then on the twentieth, twenty second, it goes up to five fifty five. Okay, so we're right at that thing. But you know. It's still gonna be the longest day on the twentieth because of you know the sun sets later. Oh, right. But yeah, the sunset is going. Yeah. You know. Looking at the time of day, like today. Today's the seventeenth, so we had fourteen hours, thirty nine minutes, and fifty three seconds of sunlight. Oh wow! Tomorrow we gain eight seconds. Wow. The next day we gain five seconds, and then the longest day of the year we gain two seconds. Sure, sure, what are you going to do in those two, two seconds? Whole seconds. Of I mean, daylight. Even though the sun... <laughs> I might blink. The sun rises <laughs> later every day. But you still Hang got... It, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But it sets differently, yeah. But on you, the 20th, after that... I could you set get, you my have, alarm clock for just two seconds later. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> after that, you have... You lose one second of daylight. Okay. But by the time we hit a week later... You're losing 30 seconds of daylight a day. Yeah. Because I know and at some just, point, it's really going to start losing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. You you would think that it would rise and set earlier and later, but that's not exactly how it works. Yeah. I, I know. It's weird weird how that happens. Well, it's probably because the mountains. <laughs> Could be. Well, you know, because the mountains, are they're moving, and so you have a little divot in the mountain, and when the earth shifts, then it'll—I don't know. I'm just talking. Hey, let's go back, to the, fractured tro- let's go back to the tropics for a minute. Okay. Did you know <laughs> that the hurricane forecast models got an upgrade this year? No, I did not. For the first time That's good. in history, they're using 
data from Ghost 16 and Ghost 17. <gasps> right. That's feeding right into these models. It's the Hurricane Weather Research Forecasting Model, the oh, HWARF. The HWARF, yes. I've heard of the HWARF. I didn't it's know they upgraded it. It's a computer model it. used to forecast and track the intensity of tropical cyclones. Well, now there's so much these satellites can do and feed into these models that we didn't have before that they're able to base new you know, predict- predictions off of off of that. So it's pretty cool what they can do now with these satellites. And, yeah. and, st- and they keep uh, advancing in technology, and they're... They're working on the next generation of ghost satellites right now. Oh, I'm sure they are. I it, mean, we've got 16, 17 out there. I mean, they're and millions and billions. I don't, I don't know how much they cost, but oh, went, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Wow. So that's pretty cool that they're actually using satellite data this year for the well, first time. And, 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 you know, honestly, I didn't even realize that, but you're right. We have 16 and 17 up in full operation now. That would make sense that they could go and actually retrieve all this high, high-end data out there. That makes total sense. Right. Wow. And they can see all that Saharan dust as well. That's right. That's right. I'm going to have to research that. Maybe not tonight. I've got Marilyn coming over here in a little bit. But, uh, wow. How fascinating. Very See, it must be really fascinating living with him, huh, Shara? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> fascinating. We'll go with that word. Yeah, okay. We'll go fascinating. That'll be our Storm Dark weather, weather, weather Word of the Week next week. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Got anything else over there? I don't, I, I'm loving this. This really. is great. Not really. Well, if you do, save it Save it for next week. Uh, I'll do the stuff that doesn't pertain to us, like you know the, the uh, rare summer solstice ring of fire that we're not going to see. See, Corey has all this interesting stuff. I think he has too much time on his hands. That You know, that could be. We need to put you to work. Definitely. <laughs> Got some laundry you can do. Oh, there you go. Sherry's going to put you to work. Super. All right, yeah. Well, I think it's probably about time to wrap this thing up. So, Sherry, you got anything else you want to add? I do not. You're going to go to the pool the next couple of days before the rain. Yeah, I got to get my pool time and sunning in. Before Good, for your tan fades I want to lose my tan. <laughs> and, Corey, you got anything else you want to tag on to the nope, end? No, I'm done. All right, so you're going to lay, lay out at the pool, too, I'm sure. Every day. Uh, yeah, I might, you know, I might go out and play some disc golf, so... Okay, well, that's time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week on Sunday or Monday for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>